This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. Welcome to a New Year's Day after New Year's Day edition. Of the bullpen with Adam the Bull it is the first podcast of 2024, and am I excited about a guest that we have on today's podcast? Will the Browns use their starters? I say no. I think they'd be crazy to play the starters, including Joe Flacco. I'm going to get into that, but in just a moment, we are going to be joined by a legendary Cleveland Brown, the great. Bernie Kozar is going to join me for the first podcast of 2024. Very excited to talk with Bernie. He's a weekly guest on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. And for the first time, he joins me from downtown Cleveland on the podcast on the bullpen with Adam the Bull. Of course, brought to you by Bet Rivers. Get extra value this football season with Bet Rivers Squares. Win up to $10,000 in bonus money. Bet $10 in same-game parlays on any game with the squares icon to earn a square. All right, so when we come back, I'll give you some thoughts on Browns-Bengals, including how much I think the Browns should play their guys, if at all, and who I'd like to see play. But before I get to that, or who I'd like to see play that doesn't normally play as much, before we get to that, though, we're going to talk with the great Bernie Kosar. That's coming up next right here in the bullpen with Adam the Bull. You're in the bullpen with Adam the Bull. All right, welcome back. It's the bullpen with Adam the Bull and thrilled to be joined by the great Bernie Kozar, one of the all-time great quarterbacks in Cleveland's Browns history. And, uh, you know, you know you've made it in your career when you get a phone call. I was bragging to my friends. I was showing them screenshots of my phone that Bernie Kozar had called me. That was very cool. That was a career highlight, Bernie. How are you? Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, Adam. Good to be with you. Um, with our Cleveland Browns stadium in the background, I am, and my Kozar coffee in my right hand, I'm absolutely loving the start of our 2024 year with our Cleveland Browns in the playoffs. I mean, this, this, uh, for this century, for us to be this festive and to have this uh, holiday season, um, having 11 victories already, especially the way the season started out with um, Nick Chubb's uh, terrible injury like this, to have four different starting quarterbacks winning games, to have a chance yesterday to still think that um, we can have home field advantage to be playing in this beautiful stadium here behind us. Uh, what a what a blessed blessed way to end 2023, and what an awesomely optimistic, positive way to start out our 2024, brother. There's no doubt about it. This season has been magical, and Browns fans since you've played have not had a lot of magical seasons, Bernie. When you were here, one of uh, what three quarterbacks all time to go to the playoffs the first five years of your career. 
you know, it was a great time to be a Browns fan when Bernie Kosar was the quarterback. But since well, then, as you hey, know, Adam, yeah, Adam, since you since you say that, I can't help but say I can't help but chime in and think that how you said that um, one of three quarterbacks to go to uh, the playoffs his first five years in the NFL. I'm super proud of that. But the other quarterback I'm super proud of that also did was one of the three is our starting quarterback, right. the great Joe Flacco. And for him to be at this stage of his career, 18 years into it, back 18 years ago, his first five years, being a playoff caliber quarterback himself, and still to be slinging it like he did Thursday night against the Jets, um, to have that type of dominant performance um, for us again, to be starting 2024 out, with the way Joe Flacco's playing and the way our defense is playing. And I hope our uh, our line and some of the guys, the health perspective and the health and wellness that I obsess and, and preach about, um, ironically, is trickling down to our team. And I think our team is going to get a little more healthy, healthier than definitely some of the teams that we're competing against right now. Yeah, no doubt. And the Browns are in a situation here, Bernie, that they have not been in in forever which is they have the ability to rest players the week before the playoffs. And you talk about, you know, trying to get guys healthy. If it were up to you, because there was some talk today, you know, should they keep the good times rolling? I was saying I think they should rest Flacco. They should rest all the key guys. Let them take a breather. They haven't had a bye since week five. What do you think? Would you want to play if you were him? Or would you, do you think it's a good idea to rest guys this week? So it's, a, it's an absolutely fair question. It's something that we'll be analyzed and probably thinking about through the course of the week. Um, I actually say, I say this in the spirit of levity because all that really matters is the season, the playoffs. As Jimmy Johnson um, used to say, somehow, some way, winning these playoff games to get to the Super Bowl. That being said, individual accolades and regular season team records sometimes aren't as big a deal as going to the Super Bowl and stuff. That being said, and maybe I'm a little biased because the Cleveland Browns have, I think, only won 12 games in a regular season one time in their career. That's right. And that was when I was quarterbacking. So, you know, they do have a chance to do something historical again and win and go to uh, have 12 wins um, this season, even though correctly pointed out, Bull, this is a meaningless game in terms of playoff positioning. So despite the kind of ego-feeling statistics or records that we can get, um, to your question of whether uh, they should play or not, um, I do have firm feelings myself. But boy, Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Barry have been pulling all the right triggers and pushing all the right buttons. And if... It was me, and I've been through OTAs and training camp and two days and 18 uh, regular season or 17 regular season games, wherever we're at now. Um, there would be probably a soreness and a deterioration of my physical abilities and the arm. You know, Joe, this is actually um, him not probably hitting his sweet spot. So, you know, playing four games like this, playing awesome like that, getting his legs under him, I really would defer to the experience of Joe Flacco and Coach Stefanski. So if they feel like that system is in play, um, then it's I think it's a fine thing to do to rest. But if they want to keep it going 
if he needs a little more time, a little continuity and stuff, and look at in these games too, there are ways to call some plays that maybe you're able to set up stuff for your pre your playoff game and not put undue duress from a physical injury perspective on some of your players, like the QB in particular. But I really would kind of leave it up to Coach Stefanski and Joe Flacco because I know myself, um, I'm starting to get into a groove. Of, I was, if I put myself in Joe out there, I'm starting to feel good in that. If I take um, 14 to 17 days off because it was a Thursday night game, yeah. you know, do I, do I uh, feel as sharp and as in tune when we go to – Jacksonville, Indianapolis, or Houston, when it really is going to matter a couple Saturday or Sundays from now. Yeah, it's an, it's an interesting perspective. And, you know, Bernie, I'm curious. Um, you know, Elijah Moore gets hurt in the Thursday night game, what appeared to be with a, a very serious concussion. Uh, he takes that huge hit. He's, like, convulsing on the field. Uh, when you look at the wide receiver position, you know, first of all, Kareem Hunt, was on the, off the street. They got him back. Joe Flacco off the street, got him back. I was saying uh, on Friday and, and early this week, I was like, could you give Jarvis Landry a call? I think we may have talked about this briefly on Friday. Do you think a guy like Dar Jarvis Landry, who's been such a great player but hasn't played all year, if the Browns wanted him, do you think at this point, this late in the season, he could help him for a few games with no Elijah Moore? So the Elijah Moore thing, let me just not gloss over that real yeah. quick. As a, as a young man who I've known since the St. Thomas Aquinas days down in Sport Lauderdale, Florida, and the, uh, the, the competition and athleticism of him and the way they have um, Elijah Moore and Joe Flacco from their time with the Jets have that timing of, um, amongst them and the way they were both able to play so well Thursday night before he got that that concussion. Um, that's something concussion-wise where I'm sitting here myself these days overly obsessed on about whether it's myself and my cognitive decline or sadly these younger kids that have really tough um, concussions like that that affect us in fact, the team and them in the short run, and unfortunately myself, I know it happens a lot more. Um, it doesn't go away uh, in the long run also with it. But from, from that perspective of the Jarvis Landry, um, I love the idea, truthfully. Um, the toughness, we're getting into the, the, the time of the season where um, it's physical. Um, the receivers are able to play physical. The referees aren't calling the holdings as much. So a guy who's savvy, physical, knows how to use his body in there. And then a veteran who could probably pick up the system super quick. And if if we are deficient with and the injuries linger longer, um, I know Jarvis personally um, has been working out and has, has himself in shape for for something like this, and if he's able to, um, you know, be called upon, I don't think it's going to take him a lot of time to get himself ready to be kind of game ready because it's not like we're going to ask him to do 45 plays a game. Right. Uh, Bernie Kosar with us, of course. Bernie, when obviously there's a different energy level from the preseason to the regular season, and I would assume, again, from the regular season to the playoffs. 
when you go, obviously it's different your first time in the playoffs versus once you've been there, a veteran like Joe Flacco, like you were after a couple, after by your second year. But what's that like? Even if you're a veteran, when you know after this week that you're getting ready to play Jacksonville or Houston or Indy, what's that feeling? What's that energy like that week? How much different is it for a player than it is during the regular season? Adam the Bull. I'm hit 60 years old, but the old man with cognitive decline still has goosebumps recollecting those emotional, awesome feelings. And yes, you hit it astutely correct. Uh, Preseason to training camp is one level of intensity, speed, attention, and focus. And it's a whole other level um, when it comes from regular season to the playoffs. And you really shouldn't. On the good teams, the teams that will progress through the playoffs, they don't need to be told how important this is. And I God, it's so extreme out there in society. And I almost feel bad talking like this as a man in the late third quarter, early fourth quarter of his life who wants to be a healer and, and help people out with all the issues and extremism that's going on out in society so that you're not singularly focused like you have to be to be a NFL football player and have any hope to win an NFL playoff game. The singular obsessive focus probably is not healthy for us in the long run, but that is the way to come out the Jimmy Johnson line somehow, some way with a W. And I, I love how from we've talked about this bowl on air and off air from the camaraderie building of the West Virginia trip down to Greenbrier or Greenville in West Virginia in training camp to the bond of this team rallying and staying together. I, um, I would remind them, absolutely, I would keep reminding younger players of the distractions and the things that could get off task because look at what's happening here in our city. It's phenomenal. It's the emotion, the excitement, the electricity. Um, 86, 87, 88, 89, we had that here. We had it. And for some of us younger players, it was dangerous, okay? There were some guys that didn't sometimes do what they needed to do with rest, relaxation, hydration, attention to detail, and focus. So Kevin Stefanski's on game um, to remind guys of that. Not that they're watching me and you on your podcast, but if they are, you got your whole lives to go out and party. It's fans, you're amazing here. I'm loving it, how the excitement is, what's going on. But the guys, the you young kids, um, let's stay focused on what you got to do on Sunday afternoon between 1 and 4 o'clock because great plays and great wins live with you your whole life. And it's amazing. I'm on the 40th anniversary of my national championship on the 30th uh, anniversary of the Super Bowl with Jimmy Johnson, who just got inducted into the Cowboys Ring of Honor this past week, in between with some awesome years with the Browns. But there's some things, if you make mistakes in some of these games and they don't turn out right, they last with you a lifetime. So for the younger players, um, make sure you absolutely stay focused here because this is these are life-changing, these are life-changing days for you now. And enjoy the preparation and the process of getting ready for the game on 
Saturday or Sunday, whatever day we draw yeah. for the playoffs. Because when you're around the city and you're driving home and you're going out to eat, it's not going to be a typical week in Cleveland playoff yeah. week. What was that like? Bernie, I know you were at the game Thursday night. I know it was hard for you to watch the game because every single fan that sees you wants to say hello. And you are, as always, a man of the people. So you talk to everybody. But what was that atmosphere like in the stadium on Thursday night for the Jets game? The uh, the electric atmosphere, the electricity, the the party, the circus like atmosphere um, was was amazing. It's a tribute to our Cleveland Browns fans. I mean, long overdue the some of the issues we've had this century really not being playoff relevant. How many? How many um, Christmases and New Year's where we spent talking about who the coach is going to be, mm. who the QB should be, what's the draft pick going to be? Yep. Now it's how quick, when are they going to announce Coach Stefanski's extension? Um, there's no doubt about that. We know who our team is, and it's positive from from that perspective. So, yeah, it, it's it, it's really bringing back a lot of just great memories of, of how and what to expect. And then to see – just to see the excitement of the fans and people around the city. I mean, bull, you know, we're a little older. So when I say uh, jokes, it's not shots. But when I say jokes like this century, we really haven't been relevant by Christmas time yeah. most of the most, most years. So right. now to kind of that been held back from us. And now uh, in a year where we with Nick Chubb getting hurt and then Deshaun Watson getting hurt. And how many quarterbacks are we putting out there? Never thought we'd be able to tie a franchise record for 12 wins in a year. And then, hey, this isn't just uh, adding the bull and Bernie Kosar trying to be positive here and hype up. I, we said on a show last week, nobody wants to play the Cleveland Browns now. Yeah. So right, this is something where the fans, uh, I feel good as an old man, watching them embrace and enjoy and, and these young kids genuinely having fun, enjoying a special year. And this, you said it a couple questions ago, use the word magical. This has been a magical year. And again, as I do 2024, I, we see we've had so much extremism, polarizing views um, on both sides of it. And whether it's society-wise trying to be more tolerant and let's move a little more understanding towards the middle and stuff with it. Well, almost like with, with football and stuff, I don't want to be hypocritical, but as us fans and as players, these are things now that kind of distract us from the realities that are out there. I mean, 22 veterans will commit suicide today. We had over 100 people in the state of Ohio die from the opiate deaths the last few days. Um, there's the terrible stuff that's going on in Palestine and Israel and stuff. We have the issues at the border. We have, again, all the people, the, the veterans that have, are committing suicide, so many people that are in pain. Sports is such a beautiful entertainment distraction. And for our Cleveland Browns and our Cleveland Browns fans to be at the, really at the pinnacle right now of, of football now where no team nationally they're talking about us like we are one of the teams that we should enjoy. Our fans enjoy these next couple weeks as we lead up to lead up to uh, Houston, Indy, or Jacksonville. Because bull, if we would have said if we just said a t 
two months ago. Hey, we're going to set a tie franchise record with 12 wins. We're going to go to the Battle of Ohio in a meaningless game because we're already the team. We're already in. We don't even care about the game. You would have called bull on me, bro. Yes, right. That would have been great. And would it's all this whole season is magical, uh, as you reiterated, because it's just hard to believe how the season has gone down. Bernie, let's wrap it up with this. Uh, Joe Flacco's uh, apparently getting coffee for his teammates. The question is, is he getting Kozar coffee for his teammates? Because if he's not, he should be. Yeah, thanks, man. I yeah. heard he, t- he stopped traffic at Dunkin' Donuts the That's other right. day. This isn't a shameless plug for Kozar coffee. But as you notice in the background, I love Ohio. We don't have any sunlight for the next couple of months. I infuse <laughs> right. this with vitamin D. We are all vitamin D deficient. You want to stay away from the flu and the COVID. So we don't want Joe Flacco sick right now. So I am going to get some bags over to him. And then with the hits, if he does need to play this week, I infuse this with resveratrol, which is the number one anti-inflammation heart health. So to curb the swelling, I don't want Joe to take any hits this weekend, but just in case you want to do healthy with um, reducing swelling, optimizing your D levels, and actually, and I don't mean this as a joke, because this is real serious, because I did not believe this at all. I actually argued with my doctors, like I argued with Bill Belichick when he cut me. My doctors here preach and believe that the black coffee bean is the number one thing to flush and detox my brain and liver. So a guy with liver issues, and I've talked too much on the show about my cognitive brain issues with it. This is actually what helps you kind of alleviate um, some of the anxiety and um, uh, concussion type stuff in a natural way. So um, we're going to keep our guys healthy That's right. this way. Great stuff, Bernie. Thank you for joining me. God bless you, man. You, you matter. Go Browns. You're in the bullpen with Adam the Bull. Great talking with Bernie Kozar. Always a lot of fun. And I, I, I'm i not kidding. When I, I when Bernie called me last week and I saw I had a missed call from Bernie, I, te- I screenshotted the picture, sent it to my friends. Like even I've been in this business for technically I've get, been getting paid to talk sports on some degree or another. This will be my, this is my, my 25th anniversary will be this May. And every once in a while, you still have a cool moment. And that was it to get, to get the call from Bernie and Bernie's become a friend. He's a great guy. And it was awesome talking to him. He cares about his fellow human being. He really does. He's thoughtful with all the fans. And so there you go. Really cool stuff. Okay. A couple of things we talked about with Bernie, Bernie, I asked him about resting guys. He said, Hey, listen, you got to listen to your quarterback. I get it. If Joe Flacco were felt like he had to play, then maybe I'd think about it if I were Kevin Stefanski because the guy's my leader. He's my quarterback now. He hasn't played a lot this season. But I can't imagine he'll have that mindset. I would think at his age he'd want to rest. And I would assume when we hear from Kevin Stefanski officially this week, probably on Wednesday, maybe later in the week, um, that he will say that most of the starters will not play. A couple of guys I would like to see get some action. Pierre Strong. I've been high on Pierre Strong all year. He's been the Browns' third running back. I assume Jerome Ford, who's been a little banged up, and Kareem Hunt, who's a veteran, will not play in this game. So I think Pierre Strong will be the guy. I think he'll be the lead back, and I'm curious to see him get an opportunity to play. 
in terms of quarterback, whether they go with the veteran Jeff Tr- Driscoll, who they uh, just signed. I can't remember off of whose practice squad they took him now. I, I can't even think of who it was. But uh, Driscoll's been around. P.J. Walker, we've seen. It doesn't really matter who plays. Uh, you know, you got to decide which one's going to be your backup in the playoffs, I guess. So you've seen P.J. Walker, so maybe it makes sense to give J- Jeff Driscoll uh, an opportunity here. I would think that the guys who are playing left tackle and right tackle would can Christian and, and Hudson might continue to play because you can't rest everybody. You'll rest the three guys in the middle of that offensive line. No David Njoku. You go with the other tight ends. I'm sure Harrison Bryan will play some in this game. Uh, and then at wide receiver, I think Cedric Tillman and David Bell should play in this game. I think, you know, you'd like to see a game where both those guys get a lot of targets and see what they can do with that. Uh, I would say, obviously, I'm sitting Cooper, and I would not play Marquise Goodwin in this game, but, and, and obviously, Elijah Moore is not going to play due to the concussion. But I think everybody else will will get an opportunity. Austin Watkins, who's been on the practice squad, will get an opportunity as well. On the defensive side, I think some of the young guys that have been filling in in the secondary, like Ronnie Hickman, DeAnthony Bell, and others, um, will probably get an opportunity. So we'll see, even though those guys have been playing a decent amount, I think we'll see uh, those guys play in this game as well. Again, you only have a certain amount of guys, so you can't rest you know, your entire top 30 roster. So you have to play some guys. Uh, I think Cameron Mitchell's another guy, the fifth-round pick, who's done a nice job filling in. He'll play. We'll see him this week. And then, you know, you'll see some some further depth. I, you'll, you'll, Siaki Ika will play. I think Alex Wright will play in this game. Um, and, and guys like that. And linebacker will be interesting. I'll be curious to see what they do. I, JOK and Taki Taki are fairly young guys, but I, I don't want to use them. I would not play either of those guys. I'm certainly not playing Denzel Ward or Martin Emerson or Greg Greg Newsom. Juan Thornhill, I'm not playing in this game. And you'll go with the the kicker and punter that you signed last week and hope to get your starting kicker and punter back uh, for the playoffs. In terms of who I'd like to play in the playoffs, we'll talk more about that in the Thursday podcast. Uh, my first choice would 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 be Indianapolis. My second choice would be Jacksonville. I know the Browns just beat the Texans, but um, you were missing their most important player. Their quarterback didn't play. And he's had a magnificent season. Uh, C.J. Stroud is is likely to be the rookie of the year, the offensive rookie of the year in the league. So the Texans would be my last choice. But don't get me wrong. I, I'm highly confident the Browns will win their first-round game no matter who they play. But the Texans would be my last choice. If Jacksonville takes care of business, it will be them that uh, makes the playoffs. Jacksonville is playing at the Titans. They're a five-point favorite on Bet Rivers. I would expect them to win the game. If they do, even if Trevor Lawrence doesn't play, then they'll be the, the division champ. If they lose, then whoever wins the game between the Texans and the Colts will be the champion of the South. The winner of that game will be in the playoffs either way. But if they win and the Jags lose, then the uh, then they'll be the division champ. Finally, one other thing I wanted to hit on before we say goodbye I brought up with Bernie the possibility of Jarvis Landry. We talked about it on UCSS briefly. I think there's no doubt Jarvis Landry in a small role could help this team. I think he could come in right away for the playoffs and give you four grabs for for 47 yards. I think there's no reason he couldn't right off the bat be their third best target in the passing game behind Cooper and Njoku have been lights out. We'll see if they do it. Mary Kay suggested earlier today that she didn't think they'd bring in a veteran to not upset the apple cart. I don't think Jarvis Landry upsets the apple cart. I'll be curious to see what they do. It's probably something they would have considered already, but, you know, you never know. I mean, it hasn't been that long since Elijah Moore got hurt. 
All right. Thanks to everybody uh, for watching today. Thanks for Max filling in for Monzo producing. Thanks to the great Bernie Kozar for joining me from downtown Cleveland. We'll see you next time. Where else? But right here in the bullpen with Adam the Bull brought to you by Bet Rivers. See you, everybody. Thanks for listening to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network.